I'm going to start that over. So we're going to talk about encouragement today. Um, and it's going to be a little bit different than Riley's normal lessons. Uh, every time I try to write that lesson, that was like kind of like Riley's, because she gives us thoughtful questions and we go through a lot of scripture and make a lot of connections. Um, and they're really good lessons. And every time I tried to write that lesson, it didn't feel right. So then I thought about this one. And that's what we're going to do. So it's a lot simpler. It's a lot uh, shorter. And we're going to do a couple of activities, which I know we don't normally do for this group, but we're going to do them anyways. And it'll be great. It's a small group, so it'll be fun. It's a small group, so it'll be fun. Um, and we should be fine with just the five of us, so we'll be fine. Okay, encouragement. Let's look at two verses quickly. So Hebrews 10, 24 to 25. <clears throat> And I can read that for us. So it says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting one another as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So we're supposed to encourage each other, right? We're supposed to push each other towards love, towards good things, and... Right? It specifically in verse 25 says, not giving up meeting together. So, for all of us introverts or people that don't really love to be a burden on other people, we're supposed to reach out and say, hey, let's eat coffee. Hey, let's go take a walk. Hey, come to Bible study with me. We're supposed to be doing those things, and it's not a burden. It's what we are called to do. All right, so there's that first verse. Now flip to 1 Thessalonians 5. I guess you don't have to flip to them because I'm going to read them anyways. <laughs> First Thessalonians 5.11 Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. So, we know that we are supposed to encourage each other, right? It's something that we know. It's something that the Bible says. Um, but why? should want to share the goodness that God has given us in our lives, right? So, let's look at more proof of that. Go to 1 Corinthians 12. We're actually going to look at that whole chapter quickly also. <clears throat> okay, so it's a big chapter, but I will read it for us starting with uh, verse 1. And also, this may not make sense as to how it connects right away, so just stick with me and it'll make sense. All right, so 1 Corinthians 12. Now about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or other, you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I want you to know that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed, and no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in every one, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To, to one, there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. 
to another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts of healing by that one spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and to still another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same spirit, and he distributes them to each one just as he determines. Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit so as to form one body, <clears throat> whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable, and the parts that we think are less honorable we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty, while our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has put the body together, giving greater honor to the parts that lacked it, so there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. And God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, then gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, and of different kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? Now eagerly desire the greater gifts. So I know that's a lot. It's a long chapter. But it talks about spiritual gifts, and then it gives us gives us the picture of the church of Christ as the body of Christ. So hang on to that. I'm going to read two quick things in Galatians. We're going to put them together. So Galatians, uh, where did it go? Yes, Galatians 6, 2. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. And then in Galatians 5, 14, for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. So we have spiritual gifts, the body of Christ, carry each other's burdens, and love your neighbor. What does that tell us about encouragement? Or why we should do it? only for others right we shouldn't be encouraging for some self-gratification thing we shouldn't be encouraging because it makes us look really good on social media um we should be encouraging because we are all part of one body right we all have different jobs and we need to help each other do those jobs right if you have an itch behind your ear your ear can't scratch that right it needs your hands help so if maddie is struggling with something and she needs help then i'm going to help her right because that's, that's how it works. We all have different jobs and we all do different things, but we all need help at some point. And then in, um, in Galatians 6, 2, it says that we need to carry each other's burdens, right? So we need to be there to lift each other up when things are difficult. And I guess that's really all you say about that verse. That's a very straightforward verse. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> and then in five fourteen, we see that... Um, 
Love your neighbor as yourself, right? It says the law will be followed in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. And I, to me, love is partially encouraging. So I think that that goes along with it. Make sense? Okay. That's it. This is a very simple, very short lesson. It's just a little reminder. All right, so how should we encourage people? Knowing, I guess what their love language is. Yeah. I agree. Um, because I know what your language is, but like Andrea's love language might be texting them a bunch or mm-hmm. like affirmation, and mine might be quality time. Right. Just me trying to give Nico a little touch or words of affirmation. Like, yeah, that'll be that's really encouraging, but it's not going to hit the same. Not as much as like quality time would. Right. They respond to best. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the fun. Um, what else? How should we encourage people? Or how do you encourage people? Yeah. Right. Sometimes encouragement is very quiet. You don't have to be super loud and super, oh my goodness, Hannah's the best because blah, 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 blah. And I think you're so wonderful because you can make a cake and you won the contest and whatever. We had a cake making contest last night. And we won, so it was great. Um, Right, but it doesn't always have to be super loud and super over the top. It can be as simple as intently listening to someone, focusing on what they're saying. So what I was thinking about encouragement, there are two, as Christians, there are two, I guess, kind of, baskets that we sit with encouragement right one of them is just personal encouragement so everything that maddie was saying right listening knowing who, you, who you're speaking to knowing the things about them that they receive as encouragement like love languages or enneagram types or anything like that that speaks to their personality um, but the other thing is scripture um right and so maddie kind of alluded to this but pointing them to what is the most important in our lives which is scripture so we have two activities today we're gonna do one with scripture and one with personal encouragement it's gonna be super fun so activity number one um everybody's gonna just go find an encouraging verse if you have a favorite one write it down if you don't have a favorite one find one use your resources use google if you need to but it's so important to have scripture ready to go i know it's weird to say like no don't use your phone because Google is probably the most wonderful resource ever, and I use it all the time. But I think it's super valuable to have a verse or two that is either encouraging to yourself or another. So that is activity one. Go find an encouraging verse, and then a couple of us will share. And if you already have one, great job. Huh? It's okay. (laughs) I mean, you could just give someone the Bible and walk away. There's all the verses. I have a favorite one, so I'm with you. I have one that's more my favorite than Yeah. I think it's good. I think it's good to have scripture ready to go. And if you if you don't have one ready to go or you honestly can't pick one, don't feel bad. That's fine. That's not a big deal. That's why we meet together. Do stuff together. What is, how is it supposed to be encouraging? Like encouraging just because it's... Encouraging to others. Something you get, well, or yourself. I don't know. Encourage. 
right. This is a very simple lesson today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. What are they about? Maybe we can help you find them. So when um, God didn't give you a spirit of fear of a... First Timothy yeah. uh, 2, 7? Is that First Timothy? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I said, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't too much. It is, it is not First Timothy no. 2, 7. Yeah. First Timothy. Is and for this purpose, I was appointed a herald and an apostle. I am telling the truth. I am not lying. I don't know. Let's find out. I know the verse that you're talking about. Second Timothy two seven is reflect on what I am saying. For the Lord will give you insight into all this. No, do you, do you? I'm just saying we need to find one so we don't have to. somewhere. It is though. Um, Oh wait, it's First Timothy one seven, <laughs> or Second Timothy one seven. For the spirit of, for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self discipline. See, I was I was close. You did you were, you were a good job. It was verse oh, yeah. seven, wasn't it? Yep, it was verse seven. Second Timothy one seven. Okay, so that's what we're gonna write. We're gonna write all of these on the board. So if you don't have one, if you don't come up with one, you have lots of options. What did we just say? Second Timothy. One, seven. Mine is First Timothy four, twelve. And you don't have to share yours if you don't want it on the board. First Timothy four twelve is do not let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in life, in love, in faith, in purity. I think they're so fun. Anybody else have one or two? I can share mine. Um, the first one is Psalm 19. This one's a kind of longer one, but it says, Though the fig tree does not bud and there is no fruit on the vine, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though the flocks disappear from the pen and there are no herds in the stalls, yet I will celebrate in the Lord, I will rejoice in the God of my salvation. The Lord is my strength, he makes my feet like those of a deer and enables me to walk on mountain heights. You used that one last week too. I did. I like it. <laughs> Anybody else? Do it. So um, I have First John four nineteen, um, and it says, "We love because He first loved us." And then um, Isaiah forty three verse two, it says, 
When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. And then I just really like Proverbs 31. And yes. that's, that, I always like, for my friends, like I always believe in that one. I'm like, just look at this one. Specifically verse 10? Uh, yeah, just 10 through 31. So Proverbs 31, 10 through 31. I don't have a specific one. I love that chapter. It's great. Anybody else want to share? If not, that's okay. I do, but I forget like, what chapter it is. Um, we'll help you find it. Okay, well, I know where it is, but like, I just forget which one. I uh, also like uh, John 7, 6 through 7. And uh, it says, And Jesus said to them, My time has not yet come, but your time is always here. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me, because I testify about it, that, and that its works are evil. Love it. Which, what's the other one about? Oh, it's um, Hebrews 11. It's like talking about all these people in the Old Testament and like going through like by faith they did all these things. I well, love but, Hebrews 11. It's well, great. The whole thing. The whole chapter. <laughs> Read it for us, please. It's so good. <laughs> I need a refresher. That's, I want to memorize that chapter because I read it and I'm like, wow, this is great. Anyone know the name of it? Wow. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, anybody else have a verse to share? Okay, so if you don't have one, or if you're looking for some new ones, if you're tired of looking at the same verse on your mirror, here are some other things that you can enjoy. So, as I mentioned, we're doing two activities. So we're going to do an activity together. It's going to be super fun. This is one of my all-time favorite activities to do in a group like this. Um, hopefully we do well with it. If not, that's fine. It'll be practice and, and encouragement anyways. So the way this activity works is everybody has a piece of paper with their name in the middle of it. And you may have done this before because it's, it's fairly common. Thank you! Look, this is your name. Maddie Marshland. Oh. <laughs> um, but everybody has a piece of paper with their name on it, and we'll all use pens. I like to use the same color of pen because I like to be fairly anonymous sometimes. Um, but if you have an exciting bright colored pen that you want to use, that's fine. Um, if you don't, I have black pens that we can all use. But we pass all the papers around, and you just write something encouraging, something you appreciate about them, something you notice about them, something that's really cool, really great. And if you have something deep and thoughtful and sentimental to say, uh, say it. If you don't, we appreciate just as much small things, right? So I know Hannah pretty well, but if I didn't, I could say, you're just really happy, or you make me laugh, or your hair looks great, right? We appreciate little comments just as much as we appreciate the big ones. So if you don't know someone in the room super well, don't feel like you have to say nothing, right? You can still say something small. And if you feel awkward doing it, that's fine. You'll be fine. It's great. But this is going to be our practice in intentional encouragement because every so often it's hard to find time sometimes to say thoughtful sentimental deep encouraging things right we have more time for you're doing great or you go girl or smaller things so hopefully we have a little bit of time today to help us with that and if this totally bombs and it's bad then that's fine <laughs> but it'll be great but then everybody gets to see this page of the wonderful things that people Think about them. So, I like it. huh? I like it. Me too. I think it's great. Oh, I can encourage my circle by the 
Yes. And you get to keep it. But I've never done an encouragement circle before, but I'm really nervous. What's an encouragement circle? Brett says that he does it sometimes. I've done it once. I've done it once with him, and it's interesting. It's fun, but it's also very uncomfortable. Oh, is that what we did at the end of the intern? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we all sit in a circle, and then he picks one person. You just have to say good things about them for a minute. Yeah, it's so awkward. Because we just yeah, I mean, it's kind of nice. I think, honestly, it would work better in a group of girls. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because, like, whenever I... Maybe sexist, but... Okay, so let's, let's move the table so we're in kind of a circle. We're going to get into a circle. We can switch on two. We can switch on two.
happy thing and it's great. That's wonderful. So I'm going to pray for us and we can all read the joyful things that the Lord left. All right. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this great Saturday where the weather is getting better and we can come together for a simple lesson on encouragement. Um, yeah, that's it. Amen. 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 I'm going to stop the recording now.